Well, good morning. Welcome, everyone. Well, this morning, I um, I always enjoy this time of the year. I enjoy a lot of a lot of the year, though. But I enjoy the time of Thanksgiving because I think there is so much to be thankful for. And this morning, I was pondering it all week, and as I pondered it. I realized that this morning the title of my message is going to be Thanks Living. You know, it's so important that we live thankful lives. And it's so important to every aspect of our lives being thankful is. And as I pondered that, I pondered two of the men that wrote the, probably the most in the Bible about thankfulness is David and Paul. Well, if you think of those two men's lives, those two men had lives that were riddled with trials. They did not have easy lives. They had a lot that they could have complained about. They had a lot that they could have been a victim. They could have said, well, we're victims. We, our situations that we're in are tough. But they knew where to gain their strength. And they thanked God for everything that they faced. And it made them a better person and not a bitter person. I'd like us to turn to Psalms 100. It's a very familiar Psalms. But I'd like to start out in Psalms 100. And there's some things I'd like to draw out of here about how to live thankful lives. I think I'm going to read the whole Psalms here. The whole of Psalms 100, it's only five verses, but I think there's a lot packed in these five verses. Starting in verse 1, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pastures. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. First of all, David understood that he was not his own. He was made by the Lord. And the Lord guided his life. And he thanked God for that. He thanked God that God brought him into this world and that he could serve God. And I love verse 4 here. It says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and to his courts with praise. As I pondered that, I said, Why are you being redundant? But I don't think David was being redundant here. If you understand a lot of cultures, especially Eastern cultures, and the way their housing setups are made, and if you go to visit somebody of any um, of any um, prestige or whatever in those countries, first you come through their gates, and then you come to their court where they are located or where they are present. And it says, "Enter into his gates with thanksgiving." You approach God with thanksgiving. You come even. On the outer court, even 
on the outside, you come into that with thanksgiving. And when you come to him, when you come into his presence, come into his presence with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. You know, that is such a, as we spend time with God and as we have our quiet time and all those things, this is such a, 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 a good way to come before God with thankfulness. If we come before God just pouring out all our woes, it changes the way we approach God. And I think it's very important that we realize some days we might not feel like we have a lot to be thankful for. Some days David was chased. He was haunted by Saul. He felt like an animal on the run that was being hunted down. But guess what? He could thank God he had life. He could thank God he had men around him. You know, he had a lot to be thankful for. God took care of him. There was times they were faint. And God took care of them. As I ponder that, you know, even in the roughest of situations, we have something to be thankful for. I was thinking of, and it doesn't talk about them being thankful, but I was thinking of Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego this morning. And I was thinking about them and how they stood for God and how that, you know, we can all say, well, they were thankful in the end when God performed a miracle, but I think they were thankful all along. I think they realized the greatness of God, and they chose to stand, and they were thankful for God's grace the whole way through. You know, so often we're thankful just when things turn out the way we want them to turn out. But are we thanking God in the midst of the trials? <clears throat> Psalms 95 also talks about um, coming into his presence with thanksgiving. Psalms 95 verse 2, I'll just read that. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and great king above all gods. Do we recognize God for who he is? And do we, are we thankful in our hearts? Psalms 107 is another scripture here in the of, of David's that talks about thankfulness. 107 verses 21 and 22. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. Are we offering up a sacrifice of thanksgiving to the Lord? You know, in the Old Testament, they had a lot of different sacrifices they brought before God. And, you know, are we offering up a sacrifice of thanksgiving before God. I believe it's a sweet-smelling savor to the Lord as we come to Him in thankfulness, thanking Him for His wonderful, mighty acts to the children of men. And I just want to mention here, before I go any further, I'd like to just open it up at the end. What are you thankful for this morning? And have a time of 
of thankfulness and, and sharing what you are thankful for. I'm sure each one of you have things you can be thankful for, and I just encourage you to share that openly with the congregation here at the end of this. In the New Testament, Paul, and I'm, I'm not near going through all these verses because it would take too much time and I wanted to open it up uh, for a time of sharing what is on your heart to be thankful for this morning. But um, Philippians 4, 6 and 7 says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. There seems to be a connection between thankfulness and peace. And it, come, it says it here, and it says, Be careful for nothing but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And, the peace, and if you do that, I believe verse 7 will happen, And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Some of it's a thought process, you know. You know, we can blame... We can blame things on our personalities or who we are or say, well, I'm just not a very thankful, joyful person. Well, I don't know if that's a good excuse. I, I think that sometimes we like to blame things on personality or who we are or I'm just more of a melancholy type of person. But I think even a melancholy type of person can be thankful. Thankfulness is something that shouldn't elude any of us. Yes, maybe some people are more joyful and more bubbly, but even those people need to thank God. And, and they can be more joyful and bubbly, but it might just be a facade. It could just be a facade. And I think it's very important that we uh, allow thanksgiving to erupt from our hearts. And I believe as we do that, it will bring peace to our hearts. Colossians has a lot to talk, say about Thanksgiving. or Paul does here in Colossians. Colossians 2. And like I said, this is not exhaustive at, at all. I just um, picked out some of these verses that jumped out at me here. Colossians 2, 6 and 7. And ye therefore received Jesus Christ the Lord. As ye therefore received Jesus Christ the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith as ye had been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. So part of the essentials of our Christian life, I mean, this sounds like it's very essential, to our Christian life, as ye has therefore received Jesus Christ, so walk ye in him. It says, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith. That sounds like some deep stuff there. And then he says, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. It throws that in there in that whole concept of being rooted and built up and established in your faith. I believe that if we aren't walking, 
and thankfulness for what Jesus Christ has done for us. And you know, when I was a young man, I was 13, 14, 15 when we first started attending charity, and I remember something that stood out to me in about every prayer meeting that I was in there. You know, there would be different men thanking God for saving their souls. And I was like, why do they continually say that? Like, as a young boy, I was trying to get my head around all this. And I grew up in a Mennonite church, and some of this was a little quieter. And there's nothing, I'm not saying that against the Mennonites, but it was something that they continually, and it wasn't just a little bit. All the years that I was at prayer meetings there, that was something that came up almost in every prayer meeting. It was thanking God. And I think that it is very, very important as we pray that we thank God. And I think that's part of the, the foundation of our Christian lives is thanking God for saving our souls, for what Jesus has done for us. If we're not thanking him, maybe we don't recognize what he has done for us. Over in chapter 3, uh, verses uh, 14 through 17 here, it says, And above all these, and he's talking about the graces of the Christian life, putting on um, mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind. He's talking about forbearing one another. And it says, And above all these things, Put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness, and let the peace of God rule into your hearts, to which ye are called in one body, and be thankful. There, the peace of God and thankfulness is again in the same verse. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which ye are called in one body, and be thankful. And let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. And as I pondered these things, I realized that because if we realize, so often we live like we're our own person. Like we've created ourselves. I mean, I know we don't think that way, but sometimes we live like that. We live like we own ourselves or we are our own king or I don't know how to describe it, but we live like that. And if we realize who made us, where we come from, and that Jesus, uh, that God has, is definitely made us, and not only that, he has saved us and he has delivered us from sin. I believe our hearts will well up with thankfulness to God and the Father. And it says, And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So often we do it in our own names or we do it in our own strength. But it says, And whatsoever ye do, do it in the name of the Lord, being thankful. To God and the Father by Him. So now I thought I'd just open it up. What's on your heart? What are you thankful for today? I can say that I am very thankful for the blood of Jesus that cleanses us from all sin and that gives us the grace to walk in victory. There's a lot more I'm thankful for too, but... <laughs>
Anyone? Go ahead. I'm just thankful for the brotherhood. Amen. There and put in my life. What we achieve together. Amen. A new church building. Amen. <laughs> I'm thankful for light. God said the very first thing he did that's recorded is he made light. Amen. And uh, my uh, the the verse that I that I picked to write on was I am come a light into the world that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. And light is just such a glorious thing. Amen. It's there there is such a difference between light and darkness. I mean obviously darkness is the absence of light, but I'm just so glad for light. There's a verse in first John but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us. Amen. I was kind of thinking along the same lines there of light. There was one day this past week when I went to the, uh, I had to grab something, I forgot something in the shop, and I went back again. It was too long to go away around to turn the lights on. I was trying to stumble through a shop full of tools scattered across the floor uh, to get to where I was needing to go. And, and, you know, I mean, there was no difference with my, whether my eyes were closed or shut. You know? So I thought, okay, hold my hands out in front of me, and I walk slowly, and I go until I hit the building, and I know that. I'm and uh, I was thinking of how blind we would be and unable to find yeah. the way without the Word of Amen. God that is. Amen. I'm thankful for the freedom to gather as Christians. And Amen. God. Amen. We might not always have that freedom. I'm thankful for a family. Amen. You know, that's something to be very thankful for because even all around us, so many children don't grow up with a mother and a father. Amen.
I was very blessed yesterday working over there at the church and the the seeing the young men leading out in different things and and all that it's just such a blessing to my heart to see that and uh, to um, see everyone is needed in their place and everybody has a place and yeah maybe not everybody's finished carpenters and can do the fine details on the inside but there's plenty of other things that can be done you know and I was very blessed seeing that yesterday. Anybody else? Amen. Amen. You know, there's so many of those things we take for granted and we don't understand. I mean, yeah, I think about war-torn countries and Ukraine and Israel right now and, and, and all that's going on there and many of these luxuries they don't have, you know. Anybody else? Amen. And, you know, not only does God do that physically in the, the, the seasons, but he also does that in our lives. We have seasons in our lives that we go through, and not all of life is the same. We, sometimes, some of us would wish it would be when we like things just to be. But, you know, God takes us through seasons, and, and uh, each season is a blessing for what it is. Anyone else? I don't want to drag it out, but I don't want to cut anybody short. Okay, well, God bless you all. Thank you for the interaction.